announcements this week. My husband is on vacation. He had to switch it from last week to this week, which means my vacation was postponed, so I, my vacation begins this week, too. So, I'm not going with him. I'm staying home. That's my vacation. <laughs> no cooking this week. Woohoo! Anyhow. <laughs> but we will continue to have our prayer hour on Wednesday mornings from 8 to 9. So if you're free in the morning, you're welcome to come join us. We have a wonderful time praying. And if you have a prayer request, please do let us know so that we can lift you up in prayer. You can text me. Being that my husband won't be here, you can text me and let me know if you have a prayer concern. And we will bring it to the altar on Wednesday morning. Our Holy Spirit Bible Interaction class begins again on September 5th. And on Friday, September 8th, we'll have our Friday Prayer Power Hour from 7 to 8 p.m. for those people who cannot make it on Wednesday mornings. The men's breakfast outing will be at 9 a.m. at Perkins on September 9th. And it just happens that our women's Bible study will be on that Saturday morning as well. If you plan on going to the men's breakfast on September 9th, Please let uh, the pastor know. You can email him. Let him know. So we need to always let Perkins know how many people, more or less, because they reserve the back room for us to meet. Board meeting is on September 12th. And on September 26th, the district is having their annual business conference, which will be in the Steamtown Alliance Church in Scranton. And so pastor will be attending that, and if anyone is interested in going, that is open um, to members of the Alliance churches. Anyhow, so join us with, join me in prayer this morning as we lift up our service. Father in heaven, we're so grateful that you woke us up this morning. You've given us a beautiful day where we can come into your house to praise and worship your name. Father, we lift up our service to you, dear God. I pray for each person um, who will be sharing and testifying this morning, dear God, on what you're doing in their hearts and in their lives and where you're bringing them to. Father, I thank you for the worship, dear Lord. I pray that you would bless and anoint uh, the musician, the singers, Father, and we pray, dear God, for even the audio system and the video recording and all that's to take place this, after, this morning, dear God. And if anyone is still on their way, dear Lord, I pray that you would protect them and keep them safe on the road and get them here safely, Lord. Father, we just thank you, dear God, for all that you are, and we pray that you would be honored and glorified in all we do. In Jesus' name, amen. Good morning. I don't know about you, but I am really excited for this Testimony Sunday. I am. I always love when people share their testimony and what God's doing in their lives and in their hearts, and so I'm really excited. Um, uh, 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 15 says, Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. And, you know, that used to really scare me because... I thought, oh my goodness, 
I am terrible at memorizing things. How will I know scripture to tell people about the reason why I have hope? And then one day the Lord just kind of opened my eyes that our testimonies do the same thing. What God is doing in our lives, the good things that he has done for us, how he's worked, how he's, how he's moved, they do the same thing. They tell people about the hope we have in Jesus and why we have that. I was healed of rheumatoid arthritis. I can share that with people. If they ask me, why do you, why do you trust God? Why, how do you, why do you have all this hope? Well, because I've seen what he's done in my life. I've seen what he's done in my husband's life. I've seen what he's done in my kids' lives and my mother's life and my dad and my in-laws. I have seen God move so many times that how can I not trust him? And I have really struggled with that this week. Um, I will be honest. But I choose every day to put my trust in my Savior. And our first song this morning is called Evidence. And it just talks about, I see the evidence of your goodness all over my life. I see your promises in fulfillment all over my life. So why should I fear? Because the evidence is right here in my heart. So don't be worried if somebody asks you why you believe in God. Don't be worried if you can't memorize scripture or you're not sure where a verse is found. Tell them what God's done in your life. Tell them how he's moved. Because I found that a lot of times people are more interested in hearing that personal stories. The scripture can come later, but the personal stories, those are what gets people's attention. So would you please stand this morning? We're going to sing. God, we just are honored to be able to worship you this morning. Help us to look for the evidence of you all around our lives. Everywhere we turn, with every memory, with every beat of our heart, there is evidence of your goodness in us, around us, because of you. Help us to be aware of that. Help us to look for it. Help us to be encouraged and hopeful because of it. In your name I pray. Amen.
praise God that coming into the Lord's presence is not dependent on if we sing the right words. <laughs> right? Oh, God, we just thank you and we praise you that we can laugh in your presence, that we can find joy in in your presence. Um, even when we mess up the words to songs, God, we still have reasons to, to praise you and to worship you and to just keep on moving on. And we just, we praise you for that this morning. We praise you that your goodness and your love and grace is not dependent on us, but is wholly dependent on who you are. Help us to lean on that. Help us to remember it. Help us to just allow that to sink from our brains into our hearts so we can live that truth. In your name I pray. Amen.
this time in your presence doesn't end just because the songs are finished being sung for now, that we remain in your presence always. And God, I pray for a special anointing for all of those who are coming to share their testimony this morning. I pray that you give them confidence, that you give them boldness. I know that it's hard to come up here and talk in front of people, help them to remember how much we love them and how proud we are of that um, outward commitment, of that outward symbol of their commitment to you. We're so proud of them for that. And we know that you are proud and pleased of them too. So help them to be bold and confident as they share. Um, let their words touch our hearts. Let their words touch our hearts and remember when we first experienced that baptism. Help us to remember it. Help us to get that fire back. I pray all this in your name. Amen. You can all have a seat. Okay. Uh, these words, I... It's, it's fun. There's like a five. I'm sorry. I just got to read this real quickly. Um, I do want to thank the church for the donations, the things you donated, as well as time for the Awana ministry. I think we made over $500. Uh, he's nodding his head way back there. Amen. Thank you. So on behalf of the Awana ministry, Jared and Vanessa and their family, we want to thank you for your faithfulness. Some of you donated stuff. Some of you donated time. So thank you for that, and that's all to be used for the glory of God as we minister to young people. Um, we had on the bulletin a few weeks ago that there will be a special grandparents uh, outreach ministry coming up. We're going to cancel that to next year, okay? We will acknowledge the grandparents. I think sometimes we forget to do that. They're so, so very special on that they will acknowledge, but a special outreach as we do for Mother's Day and Father's Day, we will work on that for next year all right three weeks from now uh, i will be bringing back a message that i preached not too long ago why did he come and it was not it was recorded with an echo once and uh, I, I saw that like 30 people of our church congregation did not get to hear that message so i prayed about it and the lord has put it upon my heart to bring it back so that would be i'm thinking on the 17th of september if you've heard it you need to hear it again if you haven't heard it i encourage you to hear it um Okay, so today is a special service, right? It's a special uh, membership and baptism service. We do this every year. Sometimes we do it on the same Sunday of the baptism service. This year didn't work out like that. Uh, so we're going to talk about that in a moment. Let me read to you, though. I did send uh, something to the church on the 16th of August. So that would be um, a little over last week, um, 16th of August. So this month has just flown. So let me just read to you some of the polity changes of the alliance very, very briefly. Uh, sisters in the Lord are of particular ministries of the church who have taken the same exact intense written and oral exams that male pastors take and now be recognized as quote-unquote reverend or pastor representing that particular ministry that they're residing over, presiding over provided they are consecrated and ordained as such through the licensing, ordination, and consecrated committee. Authority, however, was given by the same council to each local church to determine by their biblical understanding and convictions whether a female officer or worker 
may use the title pastor or reverend in that particular church. Whichever option that church chooses will be acceptable and respected within our alliance family as a whole, not the church, but the alliance headquarters as a whole. Uh, do know that this decision will also make it easier for women chaplains to get into hospitals and prisons, a problem that they've been encountering. And I've spoken to some women who said, I just want to be able to get into the prisons and share with, with the ladies about Jesus. And uh, there's no way you can get into any of those places without a pastor's card or reverend card. So that gives them that open way. The Alliance affirms that Scripture teaches that the elders are to be men and that the lead pastors are also to be men. So that's not changed. The Alliance Council sought to demonstrate that it stands firmly on Scripture to rightly honor the ministry that women provide to our national and international ministry. Working out the details of these decisions in district and church ministry will require gracious and wise leadership and conversations. It would be wise, they say, for each of us in our churches to take some time to process these changes, changes instead of being reactionary in the present moment. And I'm sure that most of you can agree with me that I know through my ministry, uh, uh, women are so very, very faithful in their commitment to God, very devout in their ministry. And we know that God wants to use them and he is using them. Again, assisting Christ uh, ha, uh, who has undergone the ordination procedures and testings can be consecrated and ordained as a pastor of a regular ministry in that church setting, but she cannot hold the title of an, of an elder or a lead pastor. And do please know that the elders and I have sat together and we've spoken, we've discussed, we've talked about various scenarios, and uh, we uh, are here if anyone has any questions regarding the change uh, we're here to support and to speak with you and to share with you uh, uh, why this uh, change was made. Amen? I just wanted to share that. But if you have questions, make sure you talk with the leadership of the church. We're here for that. Okay. Uh, so let's begin in prayer. Father, we bless you. We praise you this morning uh, for your faithfulness. Father, yes, we praise your name because you're worthy of praise. And there is no other name under heaven by which we might be saved. We thank you for Jesus. We thank you for that name that is above every name. And it's in his name that we come before you. No one can come to the Father except by me, you said, dear Jesus. So even in prayer, we need your name. And we praise you that the power of that name even uh, uh, removes the attacks of the enemy, pushes him back in the name of Jesus. We thank you for the authority of the name of Jesus. And Father, it's because of Jesus, it's because of his changes in our lives, it's because of what he's done, it's because of who he is that we gather in church this morning and every Sunday morning to praise you and to worship you. It's because of Jesus. It's not because of what we've done. It's not even because of who we are. It's because of what he's done and what who he is. And so, Father, we worship you and praise you and thank you for sending Jesus and Holy Spirit for working in our hearts and lives and the changes you've brought in our lives. And so this morning we pray that you would sanctify and consecrate this pulpit as men and women come and share what you've done in their lives, what you're doing in their lives. May we embrace them. Holy Spirit, we pray for your power, for your power to rest upon your people. As you said in your word, I will give you the words. I will uplift you. I will take you through. And so God, everyone that shares today, may you rest upon them and may, may they know it and may they be opened to anything you might want to say through them. God, help us to reflect not just those sharing today, 
but to reflect on what you have indeed done in our lives. We can think back to those days. We can think back to that moment, that exact moment when we said yes to Jesus or when you turned on the light and we saw that you are real and that you are true, God. May we think of that moment and may we rejoice within our own hearts of what you've done, how you've brought us through and where we're at today as a result of what you began that day. We bless you and we praise you. We commit this time to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, so in a moment, I'm going to uh, uh, call up a few people, but let me just, um, if you can put on that first slide up there. Uh, every, every month, we give out a new memory verse, and I do encourage the church, and Jesus taught me to do that in Matthew chapter 4 when he quoted scripture to the devil, um, that uh, I encourage you, hide your word. I've hidden your word in my heart so that I would not sin against you. Psalm 119 says, I've hidden your word in my heart. So I can't encourage you to do something more important outside of prayer and spending time with Jesus than memorizing his word and hiding it in your heart. So I give out a verse for every Every month a new verse, and there's a theme verse for the entire year there. I encourage you. The devil will hate you for it, but God will embrace you and use you for his glory. So those are the verses up until this time. I encourage you to hide his word in your heart. Amen? Okay. Um, if you can put the next slide. We had a wonderful time on Saturday, you know, last Sunday. It was a wonderful time um, to, to just spend time with these uh, brothers and sisters and to kind of um, it, it was just a great time. I'm going to sh- let them share, but it's just a great time. So, so I did mention briefly there that, you know, Jesus' parents, they dedicated him or presented him to the Lord, right, in Luke 2.22. And so we, because of that, we do not baptize infants. Six-month, seven-month-year-old child does not know how to repent of his sins, nor does he know that Jesus is Savior and Lord. Uh, in the Bible, when they were baptized, there was people who were of age to understand what they were doing and often repented first and made that, uh, that declaration. And so we uh, dedicate children to the Lord. We did one this year. You've witnessed that already. We do dedicate them to the Lord where mom and dad or their caretakers uh, make a commitment to raise that child up in the ways of Jesus. And then when he or she is of age to understand for himself, he or she can make that choice for Christ. And uh, uh, moms and dads, I recommend you to uh, be there for your children. Our world needs moms and dads that are alongside their children so that when they get old enough to understand, they'll realize the truth they let, that they learn versus the false that, that, is being, that is being taught today. So I encourage you to do that. We're responsible for that. Okay, so at this moment, I want to invite Donna and Brother Lee Possel, if they will come up, Donna and Brother Lee Possel. And if you can have this microphone on, Okay, if you can have this on in a moment here, I'm going to uh, invite them up. They are becoming, uh, Lee was baptized, and both are becoming members of the church. My question is, what is it that made it clear to you uh, that this is the church God wanted you to make your church? Why do you want to become a member of the Community Alliance Church? Can you hear me okay? It's hard for me to tell. Here you go. Stay right there. You good? Yep, I think so. Yeah, you're good. You're good. Okay. Sorry. Thank you. (laughs) You can tell how comfortable we are up here. (laughs) 
um, we moved to this area about almost four years ago, um, and we visited so many churches here, and they were all wonderful, but none of them felt like home, the place that God had for us to be um, until we came here. Uh, my daughter suggested it because of Sam and Heather. They were friends um, for a long time when they were younger, and she, my daughter insisted if, if Sam and Heather go there, it's got to be a good church. <laughs> and they were right. So um, we were just uh, immediately taken with uh, Pastor Jay and Eileen. They were just so friendly and reached out. Um, and obviously, Pastor Jay's speaking was uh, the Holy Spirit working through him. It was immediately obvious. Um, and that's what we needed. We wanted a church that was biblical above all else. Um, we also uh, come to a church wanting to serve it, to be a servant, you know, however we can. And we found ourselves in a situation shortly after we came here where we ended up being served by a lot of you um, through a couple of illnesses that Lee had rather than us being able to serve. Very humbling experience because we're all very independent people and we don't want, <laughs> we don't want to need help. Uh, but we are beyond grateful for all the help that we received here. Uh, and there's no place we would, else we would rather be. And it, we're positive it's where God put us. Amen. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Praise God. Uh, I, did, I, I do want to say that when, when, um, when Donna had spoken to me about becoming a member, she was concerned that, that her husband was not baptized, and she thought that I would you know, not receive him as, as uh, members there. Um, so we spoke about that, and I just said, you know, because of circumstances, I was okay with it, spoke to the leadership about that, and then I said, but, you know, let him sit in the membership class, and We'll talk a little bit and see what God wants to do. And of course, when we spoke about if, if he's Lord, I mean, to see my Lord walking into the waters, if I saw him climbing a tree, I'd want to climb a tree. To see him walking into the waters was enough of a challenge. And midway through that class, Lee just raised his hand and says, I want to do that, I want to do that, I want to do that. So uh, I thanked her and sent them both the text this past weekend to see them, to see him get baptized. And then she responded, thank you so very much for your patience and kindness. We're blessed to be a part of this church family. Lee said yesterday that it was a challenge for him, but that he was so glad he went ahead anyway. He really felt strongly about being baptized. And this is an answered prayer for me for over 24 years. God is faithful. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. 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 And then uh, if we can invite up here Ray Kanowski. Uh, Ray Kanowski, some of you know her for a long time, right? She's, um, she's also becoming a member today. She was baptized on sat last week as well. She's been coming here for a long time. She didn't, didn't wait the normal six months, four to six months that we wait to um, make someone who is willing to become a member a member. So, uh, Ray, you've been a blessing to us for a long, long time. 
even before you knew me very well, just to see you joining some of the Bible study classes and the women's meetings, and your husband as well, all the help that he does. So thank you. That's the same question, right? Why do you want to become a member of the church? What made you be a, want to be a part of? I will. I'm trying to calm down first. Okay. <laughs> I hate this. You'll be fine. Perfect timing. Yeah, if you want to. Um, the reason I, st well, I, I started here at the church was um, Sharon and Dave Gray. Um, they invited my husband and I to come um, to like a movie when you had some movies here. And then um, also to a couple of uh, family or fellowship dinners. And then um, you had a Valentine's Day dinner and then also after that they played games and Dave and I uh, participated in the games. Um, oh, and then I started coming by myself and then um, everyone was so caring and it made me feel so like family. <laughs> and then my husband started coming too. <laughs> Amen. And that's it. <laughs> I'm glad Amen. that I'm coming. <laughs> Amen. And we're happy she's here with us. <laughs> Thank you. You see the importance of family. Sam and Heather, the first one spoke of that. She spoke of uh, David and Sharon. I mean, the impact that we can have on people outside the doors of this church is, 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 is powerful. So thank you guys for your faithfulness there. Um, <clears throat> so now we'll look into those that came and were baptized. Um, it's usually a time period be between membership and and uh, baptism when they happen at different times. Um, so, Brian Cap. Brian has been uh, uh, a blessing to me. We, we hang out a lot, we goof a lot. We goof a lot, around a lot and we have a good time. Um, Brian was baptized last Sunday. He's come a long way. Some of you are praying for him. Thank you for that. Uh, so, Ryan, um, why was it important for you to be baptized? Why did you choose to be baptized? Good morning. Again, I apologize. I can't read my own handwriting. I have chicken scratch, so... So, again, I do apologize. No, um, in all seriousness, um, I wanted to be baptized so I can follow closer to God's footsteps. Um, in my life, you know, I've done a lot of negative things. Um... You know, I was addicted to heroin and different drugs. And I've been sober for a little over a year now, honey. So, 
Baptist. And that was the hardest thing. I tried going back to Catholic Church. As Pastor Jay said, when you're, you know, six months old, you don't know what the heck you're doing in the world. Um, but I met Brother Caleb, you know, and that I was at the time doing stupid things. And he knocked some sense into my head somehow. But no, uh, he got me one day. We were, we were at the barber shop where he works, and there was a fire. He asked me if, you know, I could come outside and pray for the gentleman that the apartment was on fire, if you remember. I don't know how you can't remember that. It was in the paper. No, um, but I do, I do thank you very much, Caleb. Seriously. Um, then Sam and Heather and everyone else in the church, Pastor Jay as well. Um, we're all a bunch of goofballs sometimes, but I, I don't know why. And then meeting Mike, that's, that's another person too. But no, and then, you know, just meeting everybody here at the church has been great. It's helped me out a lot. It helps Nicole a lot too. That's another person I got to thank because for on and off for 19 years, how do you do it? Seriously, I, I don't get it. Why do you put up with me? <laughs> but no, the, the being baptized last week reminded me of being spiritually baptized by Pastor Jay. You know, it, it was a blessing. It really was. guess that's it. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, that spiritual baptism was done by Jesus, but we did the physical one that shows you what he did. We'll talk about that in a little while. But uh, yeah, praise God. Uh, you know, some of you heard of the story of Mikey, but I was preaching one Sunday. You, I hope some of you remember that. And um, after the service, after the message, God just put it upon my heart to challenge the church regarding our family members. Remember that? I spoke about that. And it was a, the Lord, the service carried a little longer, as happens sometimes with me. Um, don't blame me for that. Uh, and, and, and that same Wednesday, I was here in the church praying, and with the group that came out, I was again for whatever reason, encouraging them. We need to pray for our family. We can't neglect our family. They have birthdays, they have anniversaries. And if we remember that enough to call them and or send a card or a letter, that speaks volumes because of who we are in Christ. Well, that day my phone was off when I walked out the church. I turned on my phone and, and Mike left a message on my phone. And uh, we spoke. And he was an answer to prayer. I go to New York every Christmas just to be around my family because they need Jesus. And Mike made it clear. He's, he, he wants Jesus. He wants Jesus. He wants Jesus. Came to church right here in front of you all that were here. Uh, surrendered his heart and life to Jesus. And he's growing. And he's like me, though. He's imperfect. And he's like all of us. So God is still working with all of us. Uh, and thank God for his grace and his mercy and that is new every single morning. But Mike has made this trip over two hours a few times already, as you've seen, maybe three hours. Um, and he's here today because he wanted to be a part of this testimony service. Brother Mike.
Hello, good morning. God bless. Um, yeah, this has been a journey for me as far as recovery lane. And uh, I am an alcoholic. And um, like I said, in, in, in the waters, I have been in the shadows for most of my life, not even seeing as far as where to walk, what to do. I would think that that's what it is. That's what life was. And um, that's all what life was. And I grew to a man. And I still thought, I still thought, oh yeah, this is the job, this is it, this is what life is. And uh, I was always empty, always craving something to fulfill myself with. And that was the drink, and that was, you know, whatever I would do. And it's almost like step six happened to me. I, my back was against the wall, things happened, and it's just like God took me step six and removed me from for what I was. And that happened to me in the impatient, as far as me being spiritually baptized. And it was like since then, I was just walking a different way. I came out in June, and um, it was different. I just saw life different. And uh, it could have never happened if, if that, that experience would have never happened. I wouldn't have hit rock bottom. And, uh, you know, I would either died. I would either kept drinking and, 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 and you know, you guys know what happens. And uh, just, it would have never been feasible, my life, my soul, anything. I was just already bankrupt, totally, totally spiritually bankrupt. And um, now today I feel it's different. My baptism, everything, it's just, it's, it was essential. It was, it was the only thing that could have saved me. And as far as the reason why I want to be baptized, it just happened. It wasn't that, it, just, it was happened. My soul wanted it to happen. And um, I'm very grateful for the AA rooms and everything that they've been helping me with. I'm really grateful to meet all you folks. You're very nice. I'm really happy to see my uncle and, and you know, everything that he's been doing for, for you guys and, and all the love you have for him. And uh, I wrote a poem, um, you know, I'd like to share with you. And as far as, you know, there's something else that I learned in the impatient that God has came to. I never wrote anything in my life. I never used to write letters, anything. And I, I find this is my coping skill. So I'll share something for you today. Thank you. Son, son, a daily forgotten one, bears witness to the one patiently waiting for the daily grace and rising of and for our son's father, for our sons and daughters, sisters and brothers, and mothers and fathers to be risen from the slaughter. He loves all of us. God's light illuminates the dark places with comfort and grace. God illuminates the nights for our fight, for our lives. The fight, the fight for our light. To see the shadow mission to avoid dismissing our son, the forgiving one, forgives the shimmer and the dim, dimmer switch, the trip step of the arc fault breaker. God is the creator, the arc of our matrix, the maker, the ship shaker, the canvas stapler, the Bob Ross, Robin Norman, Ross Bertha, the joy that brings to life bringer, that sent the sender, the never-ending lover, the true lover of beautiful creations, from creatures to nations. He has no need for premeditated debates. Let's get to the, to the meat of the gist of the skit. God provides the skip and the skip, the dip and the trip, the twist and the hip, the energy to rise up and get it. He is the hum and the harmony, the tongue of this poetry, the heartbeat and the poet's tweet, the bird chirping, humming, singing for thee. If we pause to just track, just to stop and sit back, we can hear all of the instruments God uses to speak to us. The just of the gist is simply to pause and get this. Jesus loves and forgives. From circadian rhythms to all migrating organisms, would need the sun father in the morning and darkness to rise in order to rise after we have fallen. 
I have truly fallen in love with my Jesus, Son, Father, and His Holy Holiness Spirit, God first above all. Let me, if I may, thank Him in the heavens above for all the gracious warmth of love. So, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. There might be a poet here. Mm. <clears throat> Praise God. And again, we see, right, we heard from Ryan also uh, making claim to Caleb and Trina's impact in his life. So God, church is not the pastor. It's, it's us out there that God uses to touch lives. So praise God for, I need someone to open that door out there. I think someone's out there. Yeah. So let's keep uh, trusting God for his faithfulness and his grace. Um, so let me call up Tom Zurich. He's quite a guy. Yeah. He's a, so he's the one before you share, let me say this. So it's only happened, it's only happened now twice in my life. The very first person I ever baptized, it was the son of an elder of the church, and it was in a small building, probably half the size of this, and, and we were the only ones there, our, our, our church, it wasn't their kind, we were borrowing a church, and quiet, you could hear a pin drop in this church that day, and this first guy I baptized, he was a little taller than I thought, and he lived, as, a, as I brought him down into the waters, you know, you could hear it, it just... It was vibrating throughout the whole place. His head hit, hit the back, and boom! And his dad said, yeah, knock some sense into that kid. You know, so, so that brought memories uh, when uh, we went into the waters uh, with Tom. I still don't know what happened there. It looked like he went to the left a little bit or to the right. I don't know what happened. But uh, then I saw his wife saying to me, yeah, I hope you knock some sense into him. So, you know, the, the feeling was mutual with that parent. <laughs> Yeah, I know it's supposed to open up a channel with me and God, and for a second I thought I heard the ringtone. <laughs> anyway, you've come a long way, Tom. We love you. You've uh, been a blessing to us. You have. Trust me when I tell you that. Uh, why do you choose to be baptized? That's a, that's a great question. Uh, I, am a, I tell people, like, it's hard to explain, but when I first came to this church about two and a half years ago, uh, I had been a Catholic for 54 years, and not just a Catholic, I mean like a devout Catholic, like Catholic school for 10 years, baptized all the sacraments, yada, yada, yada. And I still felt like, like I always felt that baptism was something that um, was just done wrong in that faith, you know? It was like, uh, the Catholics believe that um, there's such a thing as original sin and that, that baptism done in the Catholic faith is forgiveness from original sin, which is a very theoretical, deep thing, but it doesn't make any sense at all if you read the Bible because there's nowhere in there that it says anything about that. So I was always a little bit challenged by that. And, uh, and I had actually uh, said the prayer and, uh, and devoted my life to Jesus. As a born-again Christian, when I was 14, I got lured into a coffee house by uh, a young girl who was, had a conversation with me on the ski lift. And uh, so she brought me out to a coffee house one time, and we had a great conversation and introduced me to a pastor, and, uh, and I said the prayer. And it was like I felt something at that time, and it was different. And I, from that point on, I felt, felt 
definitely different. And I had this conversation with Pastor Jay, and he was like, you know, you know what happens. You know, you, you, there's two types of baptism. You know, you get baptized by the Holy Spirit, and then you have the baptism by the water. So I felt like I really needed to do that second step. Although I did try and lobby for the river, nobody was going for it. <laughs> but, you know, with that said, I, I've, uh, these, I had a point where I was going to both this church and my old church. And uh, I would be back and forth between them every other weekend. Um, but when my really bad time came, the worst time of my life came last December, um, my other church ran away from me, and this church ran to me. So I appreciate that. And I really have considered this my home since then. So I wanted to show that and feel a part of this church, and by doing a baptism in the water, it really did. Uh, other than the bump on the head. Uh, I, I think that was just sort of wake me up um, and see my real family. So Amen. thank you. Amen. Amen. I have to talk to Amy, see how much that worked. We planned it. No, I'm just playing. All right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, praise God uh, as he continues to remind us of his faithfulness and his goodness and grace. It's all about, it's all about Jesus. Amen? It's all about Jesus. Uh, along with uh, Ryan, one day walked into a church with us here to see us a girl by the name of Nicole Rhodes. And uh, you've been a blessing to me. You know that? I see the desire to grow and to be different and to tell the enemy it's not going to be the way it was anymore. So I'm proud of you. And I want to invite you up and trust God to guide you through this time. question is, why did you want to be baptized last Sunday? Um, the reason I wanted to get baptized was I wanted to follow in Jesus' footsteps and also grow closer to him. Um, I want to thank Caleb and Trina, Elaine, or Eileen, Pastor Jay, Sam, Heather, and everybody else for making me feel so welcome here. And to Ryan, for 19 years we've been on and off. Like you said earlier, how do I put up with you? How do you put up with me? <laughs> um, but ever since I've come here, this has felt like home. Um, you guys are so welcoming. And I just feel like a part of me belongs here. Amen. Good job. Amen. Praise God. You know, the Bible says, tell and declare what the Lord has done. And they're just, he's just beginning. He's just beginning. He's faithful. Um, his, his works never cease to amaze us as we begin to see more and more of his, his works in our lives. Uh, praise God for that. 
I want to call up uh, uh, Sister Jane Troy and Jaslyn Stacy. They're not going to share because um, they'd be up here too long and we don't have time for them. Uh, so, especially Jane Troy. Imagine her taking this pulpit. But, um, but, I, but I, do, I do want to tell you a story. Um, so Sharon's not here, but her husband is, and he's, he's you know, right? where is she? Oh, but she's over there. Yeah, she's not in there. But her husband is, so he can tell her. But, you know, the impact of uh, sharing her heart for young people, right? Do you ever sense that when she calls you and asks to help out with the kids' ministry, the children's ministry? Uh, there's a heart and a passion there for kids. And so she was working with Jaslyn, who um, has been coming for, to our church for a while. She's, she's a special young lady there. I know, I, know, I know God has a calling on her life. Um, and as she grows older, she'll see what I mean. But she was sitting there with Sharon in, in Jane and uh, Sister Jane in Jack's home, and Sharon was teaching her a lesson on uh, disciple class, and it happened to be on, on baptism. And Jane had to, happened to be sitting nearby, and she heard the challenge that Sharon was giving her following Jesus into the waters of baptism. And, and then Jane heard a voice inside of her say, what about you? So the Spirit of God spoke to her as she's hearing a lesson for her granddaughter and the need to follow Jesus into the waters of, waters of baptism. And the Spirit of God told her, well, you need to do the same thing. And so uh, they've been a blessing to me, Jack, as well, just a wonderful, wonderful family, servants of the Lord, growing and praying for their granddaughter, and she would follow her into the waters. They went together to follow Christ. So I'm thankful to the Lord for their faithfulness. So thank you both. And just stand on the side. We're going to take a moment to pray for you in a moment. You did a good job. <clears throat> and if you remember, we did ask everyone at the pool site to pray and to say goodbye to Jocelyn just in case. Remember that? Bye, Jocelyn. We love you. Because Huh? Yeah, no more. Because she wanted to uh, be baptized without covering her nose. So I said, listen, we know where you're going should you pass away. So we'll make sure we say goodbye. So, but she's here. So God's not finished with her yet. All right. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so apart from Jesus having have told us, right? He said, you know, um, he commanded us in Matthew 28 on the need to baptize in the name of the Father and Holy Spirit. Aside from that and aside from him doing it first, um, baptism was a wonderful time, and as I shared the guys and with the ladies, that um, you know, it, it's it's almost as, especially uh, the first four verses of Romans chapter six, where Jesus, where where we see a picture of Jesus's, you know, his his death, burial, and resurrection, and how we'd identify with that. And so, at our baptism, uh, I told the fellas here that that you know, if you can envision, you were is it, as if you're attending your own funeral. Baptism is a moment where we're reflecting on what he did for us at the cross and we get a picture of his being dead, crucified and buried and then raised to newness of life. And so it's like you witness your own funeral. You're witnessing what Jesus did for me when he went to the cross. Therefore, I gave my life to him. So I've died to myself. I'm buried in the grave and now I'm being raised to newness of life. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. And so <clears throat> that's what baptism is. It, 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 it is a visual aid. It is a visual aid 
of somewhat of what Jesus did for us. And we can, get a, we can get a visual idea as we go down into the waters and come up out of the waters. Not in any way feeling the agony that he felt, but sensing the newness of life when we come out of the waters and the dying to self. Not that any of us is perfect and God is still working in all of us, but we get this picture of what it all meant for Christ. <clears throat> Our aim as a church for baptized and for members is to the theme of our church. What is the, uh, our vision statement? Anyone know that offhand by memory? Besides my wife, she knows. She, she better. She hears it all the time. Anyone else know it by memory to Caleb? Amen. And that's our aim as a church is to, is, is, first of all, we have to fall in love with his word. There's the memory verses coming, falling in love with Jesus and his word, and then helping others who come through the doors of our church. That includes every single one of us in this building. It is our aim to help you fall in love with Jesus and his word. And we're here to help you do that. We're here to encourage one another in that. And so I praise God for his faithfulness. Can you put up the last slide there? <clears throat> Uh, congratulations to these before you who have confirmed the work that God is doing in them by becoming official members to where God has brought them and or following him into the waters of baptism. Please pray for them that they would continue to grow and draw closer to Jesus as they along with us, right, serve Christ in his church and through their lives. I want to invite our leadership team, the deaconesses and the elders while we have uh, one here today with us. Thank God for Chris's faithfulness. Continue to pray for Pastor Al and they, they, uh, Elder Al, uh, who is not here today. He is recovering. He's doing better, but uh, we might not see him for a few weeks just yet. Pray for his wife. And um, before, before we close in prayer, I wanted to invite someone else who had to share a testimony. I mean, he has to share a testimony. And I told him, you can't. It's not Communion Sunday. And he said, but I have to. And I said, but listen, it's only for the, no, 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 but I have to. And here he is. Come on, brother. Let him know. It's you. Uh, Yeah, there's one more announcement that, uh, testimony that my wife and I want to make known to our church family. And that is we are expecting a baby. So, take a picture. Thank you. March March seventeenth. So, March seventeenth. Isn't that St. Patrick's Day? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> if it's a boy, I already know the baby's name. But anyway. Um, <laughs> Anyway, we thank God for these guys. If you guys can come close here, we're going to close in prayer for you. I'd like the leaders to stand around them and kind of bless them in the name of Jesus as we pray for them. Some of them are becoming members. That means God wants to use them in the church. The baptized, they're on the road. They're on the road, and we thank God for them. So um, I'm going to ask Brother Elder, uh, Brother Chris, and I'm going to ask uh, Sister, where's Anne? Hi, she's uh, she's uh, she's gonna pray uh, as well, brother Chris, sister Ann, and then I'll close in prayer. And the church, please just join us in prayer. Precious Holy Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you, Lord, that you are right here in our presence, Lord. We thank you for that. We thank you for those who have committed to be members of our family here. We just thank you for them. 
We thank you for their commitment to you and also to, to do whatever it is, Lord, whatever service you have blessed them with. We thank you for yes. that. And Father, we just praise you and thank you for those who publicly committed their lives to you to show their love for you, to be baptized in the name of Jesus. And Father, for the, for the, the world to see, for those around them, to know that they love you and wanted to follow in your commandments, Lord. We praise you and bless you for that. And Father, we just ask that you help them to grow, grow in their faith and grow in their commitment to you and all that you have blessed them with, Lord. We just commit them all to you and ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. And Father, we uh, just want to praise you. Jesus, you once told us that uh, pointing to your disciples as we're your disciples, we are your brother and sister, your mother, your father, your son, and your daughter. We are one family, Lord, and, and that's the uh, uh, reason why we have church here, and, and we want to praise you, we want to honor you, we want to serve you. But we want to get together with others of your family too, Lord, and, mm -hmm. and thank you for the new members that you've brought into our family and, and the people that have followed you into a baptism as uh, you have instructed us, Lord. Father, we give you praise for the family that we have. Lord, uh, we pray that we'll continue to support and uh, teach Father, help them uh, become closer to you as our standard and not to the world. We pray this in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 I'll close in prayer. I just wanted to say that, um, where's my son right there? We're going on vacation for a week together. I look forward to that. He's been working so hard. So <clears throat> I'm so proud of my boy. Would you, I, I'm going to ask one of you, maybe Sam, just pray for our vacation. We're going to be traveling around and kind of father and son time together I would like for you to pray for us that'd be great safe travels Thank you. Thank you. I am thankful also to see here Ken and Renato joining us today for the service. It's great to have you guys here. We're praying for them as well. God is good. Amen. Amen. Join me in prayer, please. Father, we bless you. We praise you for your grace. Thank you so much, uh, Father. You said that you will build your church. You will build your church and the gates of hell will not prevail. And so, Father, we claim these lives and we can't claim these commitments and these decisions made for Jesus, we commit them to you. We pray that God, in the name of Jesus, you would raise up and strengthen every one of these people. That, the Lord, um, some of them, this is just the beginning of an awesome journey with a faithful God who has said it in his word and promised it and makes it happen in our lives. 
So Jesus, I look forward to seeing what you're going to do with these lives. I look forward to seeing, Father, uh, what, what the gifts are, the abilities are, the callings are. Father, thank you that it's not about them, it's about Jesus. And it is you who makes us who we need to be. And you get the glory and the praise. And so put your hand upon them. Help us uh, here at the church to bless them and to encourage them and to be there for them and to point them in the right direction and to love them in spite of, Lord, the fact that none of us is perfect, to love them and to care for them enough to be there for them and understand the challenges that we all go through. Thank you, Jesus, that you're Lord of this church and you're Lord of the life of every individual that says yes to Jesus. You loved us before we said yes, and you love us even now when we mess up. So we praise you for your love. We thank you for your changing power and ability. We pray that you would sanctify this pulpit and this building and this church and every man, woman, and child that walks in and out in the name of Jesus as some declared and testified that your love would always be felt when someone visits this building. We invite the Lord of love, the one who gave his life, Jesus, who went to the cross, suffered and bled and died for us, his love to rule and reign through us, not just within this building, but outside as well. We give you the praise and we give you the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. Make sure you hug one of these guys before they leave, okay? Thank you. Love you, man.